This podcast is not a substitute for counseling therapy, nor is it a sermon or teaching production. It is intended for informational purposes only and is purely conversational. Some things are not better left unsaid. I'm your co-host, Ishan Burgundy. And I'm co-host, Dara Hairston. From relationships to religion, let's discuss taboo topics. Transparently. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. All right, we live, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even say what we laughing about. Yo, you are silly. Oh, you're silly. Wiggy, 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 one. Baby, we are live. Tiggy, 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 two. Oh, y'all, this is what ziggy, I do ziggy, with. Wiggy, wiggy, three. Wiggy, wiggy. Mic check. All Where right, your headphones? Good. You don't need to hear yourself? Nah. But yo, let's get into this. Listen, I'm happy. <sighs> no, we was just Very cracking up, y'all. Right just being so silly. Because Laughter is good for the soul. It really is. You're good for my soul. Oh, babe. But, um, yeah. Sugar is not good. I've been telling my husband this, y'all, for so many years. Wives, at Transparency the Podcast on Instagram, leave a comment when this episode clip comes out. How many of y'all tell y'all husband something 50,000 times and it's like they don't hear you until somebody else says it? And then you'll be like, yo, I've been telling you this for like 25 years. Yeah, but now- They tell you and you hear it. But now you know why I haven't been hearing I've you. I've been telling it's you the why. Sugar. I've been the telling sugar. you why. Y'all look it up. White, White sugar is crack White cocaine sugar. death to the brain, to the body, it to the really health. Is. He just found this out, but we've been no, on this. But look, look, yo, look, 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 wait, 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 yo. hold on. I already knew. Yo. I knew yo. the sugar, the, the white yo. sugar was. You, you the pointing. Devil. You got the finger and everything. Yeah. I yo, been knew. Yo, but, you. But, but I just heard a you doctor. You knew to this. I've been telling you this, yo. Like I know. But we listen, was on the podcast on. talking hold about on. how I be trying to help you eat right because of the pre-diabetic thing. Don't tell me to relax. I'm not talking to you. You know that's a trigger. I wasn't talking to you. Don't tell me that that's a trigger. I was not that's trigger, talking bro. to you. About to be a problem. Don't tell me I wasn't me that. talking to you. Who you talking to? Who else on here? I was talking to the vibe. So now you're lying. Okay, no. we got two problems now. The vibe in the room needs to relax. <sighs> no, nah, but listen. I knew it before, right? I was aware. And so I was like, I would always keep it in the back of my head, man, I got to make sure, I got to make sure the sugar intake is low. But now hearing that doctor break it down and to, and to see <sighs> all the symptoms I gotta like, of too yeah, much I sugar. It. So I told my husband, y'all, so from now man. on, this is how... I can get you to see what you need to see in order to make effective, healthy, change, healthy changes about your diet. Okay, I'll go get a video so somebody else can tell you, and then we can do it because you don't listen to me. It's all good though. Nah, Next topic. You know, Next topic. Don't want to hear about that all the all podcast. Somebody got to come confirm things. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. Oh, now nah, listen. See, all glory to the Most High God for providing answers. Yo, you had the answer have. for over 20 years. You decided not to recognize your wisdom. And and thank you, Yah, for bringing it back up to me. Oh, Lord. Putting it in front of my this face man so I can be reminded. That I have... I need you to help me. I need you to help me. My blood pressure rises. Help me, Lord. I'm grateful. Help me, Yahshua. For the truth. Help me, Yah, in the name of Yahshua. I like saying Yah for God now. Yah. I love that. Yeah. Like that's the native tongue right there. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So um what are we doing today? We're gonna so, read some uh oh, man, I lost some of the questions. Like I don't know where they went. I don't know if people deleted them or what because you know, people send DMs yeah. and I guess sometimes if they don't get a response, they just delete the message. So I tried to go back. Really? Because I don't want y'all to feel like we don't care about your input, but it's better to just leave a comment than a DM because we don't really go in there and check them that much. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's a lot with everything else that we're managing to manage another messaging account. So if you leave a comment, it's just, you know what I mean? So I went back to the messages and some of them were gone. So I think people went back and they deleted it. So we're going to... Uh, the episode is titled "We Got Your Message," yeah. and so the a few things that we did get DMs. I'm gonna read them, 
and we can kind of discuss them. Um, the Sounds the ones good. that are not there, I'm kind of gonna try to remember off the top of my head what people were saying. Okay. So I'm gonna start with one that somebody did send, and that's the thing: is people send stuff to transparency, but then they also send stuff to me, and then mine's is kind of like a little backed up, and I can't even remember what what account some of them were even sent from. But this one guy, I think he DM'd me and he said, um, you talked about in one of your previous episodes that you were a seven day Adventist and Ishan, you know, wasn't. You didn't like say what you were or what you weren't. And he was like, How did y'all resolve that and walk in one accord? Like mm. coming in. Cause when we first met, I was a seven day Adventist and yeah. you were Baptist. A Baptist? Yeah. I thought it was non-denominational. No, it was Baptist. So how do how did we let's talk about how that was one of our first conflicts. That was. Uh, I told him I had to go home and keep the set the Sabbath. Yeah. And this guy gonna tell me, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. Yeah, that was that guy, because it ain't this guy sitting. It ain't right you, now. but you said that. I'm like, I'm Negro. We want to talk about. I'm going to set my Sabbath. Like this is scriptural. What is you talking about? Yeah. And that's not something that he did. So we did have a conversation about it. I was going to a seven day event church. He was going to a Baptist church at that time. Um, and you know, he basically said he wasn't in agreement with that. I think you said you kind of grew up going to a seven day event church somewhere in Willow Grove. And I did. You know, you had your reservations about different things or whatever. Yeah. Um, you thought it was a little bit too <clears throat> religious. You know. And I kind of just listened to you, and it was so new, and we were so in love that it was like, we can work through it. That's right. You can work through anything. So it wasn't even like a big, love. yeah, red flag, yeah, because all of those uh, endorphins was like pumping. Yeah. Um. So we had the conversation about it, and I kind of already knew I'm going to keep keeping the Sabbath. Like, this is what I do. I, yeah. I kept the Sabbath for a very long time. I kind of stopped a while ago, and I can't remember why. But since I was a little girl, I was trained to set and keep the Sabbath. And um, I don't know. You see, we didn't really talk about that because it, it didn't, like, divide us. We still, you know, yeah, you it, never would, like, come to my church with me, but I will always go with, to your church with you. So yeah. you never visited with and me then, or anything I mean, like that. But And, and it was shortly, shortly after that you stopped going to that church. Because I think you was wanting me to go to your church. Yeah. I was trying to be a... What yeah. I thought was like, you know, showing quote unquote submission. Yeah. Um, and because I knew you had a problem with it, and you didn't visit church with me, I visited yours and then I ended up going yours. I went to your church one time. Because I felt like, you know, you, you're going to be the head. So, like, you know, follow the head. Yeah, you but already, that wasn't going to stop me from keeping the Sabbath, though. You, One was already, of the, you was already thinking about marriage. Whatever. Yeah. One of the key. Had you. Gotcha. <laughs> one of the key things about. Seven day Adventist is keeping the Sabbath. Like, that's what they're really big on. Right. And so Seventh I was day. like, I don't, to me, a building didn't dictate my relationship. So I was like, I can go with him to his church, but I'm still going to keep my Sabbath no matter where I go. Cause I think that is one of the things that did mature me in my faith so fast because you're committing your life for 24 hours once a week to God. You're right. cutting stuff off, you're being obedient, you're living a certain way. We were taught to eat a certain way. Like, it was very, um, it it I'm not a seven day Adventist anymore, but it contribute in a major way to like my perspective, my perception on scripture and all of that. It has a lot to do with being raised that way. Indeed, indeed. And I didn't I didn't have any respect for it because I didn't see the value in it. Because being being not raised, but coming up at that time, um in a, a Baptist church, you know, God's commandments, they 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 weren't at the forefront of what was at the forefront? Uh just forgive you could be forgiven and for Yeah, it was just like, you know, the Lord is gonna forgive you if you ask for it. Um it was, you know, at, at that church in particular, I can't speak for all Baptist churches. But in my church at that time, in particular, it was really uh, loose. 
You didn't really. Know. Yeah, you, loose you, like wait, explain loose. that because you know loose can mean a lot of different things. <clears throat> loose like you wasn't really held to any standards. It's like the standards were were um, talked about. That seems about. like the state of the yeah. European American yeah. church Western it's culture exactly how church is today. Now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know the standard is talked about. Talked about Preached even Yeah You know what I'm saying But the people aren't Really held to that standard It's more Of a grace message And um Yeah that's That's what I It's so crazy Because I was talking to somebody Remember I was telling you And she was like When she was trying to figure out Whether you know Do I go this Muslim way Or this Christian way she respected and valued like the Muslim discipline. That's a fact. And that Christians, she was like, I will read it. And I'm like, they don't look nothing like Yeshua. Yeah. So I don't understand it. Yeah. And that, I actually went through that same thing because I was actually considering being a Muslim at one point in college because the different the churches that I went to, mm-hmm. they were not disciplined. It was like, we can do whatever we want. And grace was just abused. Right. And I hated that. I'm like, the God that I read about is not like that. Like, the way that I was... And every day, seven, every seven-day Adventist church is not like this, but a lot of them are, because I've been to a lot of them in different cities and states. They are... I was taught, like, the disciplines of eating godly, the disciplines yeah. of prayer, the disciplines of setting and keeping the Sabbath, like... I was a little girl being taught that. Now, my grandmother ain't really lived that way, but she taught me that. And then when we went to church, I saw that at church. Indeed. Now, when the Sabbath was over, she was a different person. That's in my novel, It Came to Pass. But I still, the scripture, um, teach a child his way and he won't stray from it. Like, right. that was real for me. Like, I witnessed a lot of people living those disciplines, like, straight up. And then when I came... Like, I knew about God being young, but I didn't give my life to God until 2003. And when I gave my life to God, um, like, they make you do studies. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, go through, uh, I can't remember. It might be, like, 27 weeks or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember where every week you go and you're taught the scripture. Like, they teach you the scripture, what it means, who is God, who is the Holy Spirit, um, who is Yeshua, um, why we eat the way we eat, like you're taught these things. And when I left this seven day Adventist church and started going to non-denominational church churches, I realized, yo, they don't teach you nothing. Like you go, this man preaches, you give him your money and then you leave. That's a fact. And it was like, nobody's sitting one-on-one with you. Like there you had one-on-one with somebody who had to yoke up with you and teach you the disciplines and the doctrination of what God says a holy person is supposed to live like. Yeah. That I loved about the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Like, I don't have really too much bad to say about it. I think I just left because some days it would be like, you know, it was very strict. You couldn't do nothing on Saturday if it didn't revolve around God. And so sometimes, you know, say I, I was a writer and I did an open mic and I went, it, you would get scolded for that. Like, what? You're going to a, on the Sabbath? It was just like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that's not a sin. It's, I'm not, you know, just, you know what I mean? So I kind of stopped going because it was, it felt a little extreme sometimes. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to like get off the path. Yeah. If you're saying you give this day to God, like you give that day to God. Yeah. But sometimes I felt like if it's, if it's not something that's like a sin, or if it's not something that is um, blasphemous or like worshiping of something else, mm-hmm. but just like a family activity or something fun, like I believe, I believe that that was okay, and that wasn't really like okay. So I went to non-denominational, and then to non-denominational churches, everything was okay. Like yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. it was like I do miss that structure and that discipline. But um, as far as how we merged that, we was just so in love and it was too new at that time. And then I just ended up going to his church. It, it never became an issue that... It never became an issue that we knew at that time. It later turned into one because you hear us talk about our background. You hear my disciplines. You hear his background. Those things were unequally yoked. Spiritually, we were unequally yoked. So it did come up, but it wasn't about a a sect to us it was about like the condition of heart like that's what it was but yeah yeah and and you know later on 
I was blessed to come into the knowledge of the importance, knowing, knowing how important it is to obey the commands of the Most High. You know what I'm saying? And not just, you know, do what Live you want grace when you want. Alone. Yeah. I mean, grace is good. Grace is important. But not alone. And um, I'm thankful for it. But, man... His commandments bring bring about so much structure and it really teaches you how to live this life. And I think, you know, when when we're taught that we don't have to, you know, abide by or adhere to the commandments, you know, it just creates a space for lawlessness mm-hmm. um, in the minds and the hearts of people. And so I think that's why you see church looking the way it looks now is because mm-hmm. the structure, is, like you mentioned earlier, the structure is just gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and I, you know, I was talking to the girls for the most part because we don't know. We ain't been to every church, but we've been to a lot yeah. of them. So we can't say that every right, church right. is like that. But for the most part, this is like the reoccurring right. theme everywhere you go. Right. Like this is what you see a lot. Um, and so while I was talking to the girls, I, th- I think Kenzie was there too on the Sabbath a few weeks ago. I was going over the Ten Commandments with them, and as I was um, going over each commandment, I said, wow, okay, Lord, this is why these commandments are important. It gives structure to um, our relationship with the Most High. Like, it, this is how you carry yourself. It gives the details, you know, like I said in the Instagram post, it gives the details, the details to the commandments of Christ. When Christ says to love God um, and he says to um, love your neighbor, it's like those commandments, the first four commandments teach you how to love God, show you what loving God looks like. And those last six commandments show you what loving your neighbor looks like, like how to how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can be told, OK, love God. OK, how? You know what I'm saying? What is love? Because a lot of people is, think love what is, is... What is the definition of love? Like, How do I do it? It's a believer. You say something to somebody... Like, say you try to hold them accountable. You ain't showing love, man. You being hostile. You being extra. You being aggressive. You being this. And it's like, because I'm holding you accountable, right. have you read the story of Yeshua? Did right. you see how he dealt with people that That's weren't so living like he... You know what I mean? Like, So I'm not saying that we should go around and just be like, with everybody. But if I just say, you know, that... You know, this isn't cool. This is what scripture says. And I make a clear, definitive statement. That doesn't mean that I'm not showing you love. Love and and truth are like one and the same. Like God is love. God is truth. He's pure truth. So it's like me telling you the truth is love. So just because you don't want to hear it, just because that truth hurt you doesn't mean I'm not loving you. I'm actually loving you by telling you the truth. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't, I would withhold the truth from you. Yes. So it's just like, I mean, and we know what, you know, first Corinthians 13 says, you know, love is kind, love is patient. mm -hmm. You know, these are attributes of love, but, but attributes of love are also, um, you know, put kicking the tables over. Yeah, no, that's a fact. That's <laughs> Just saying, like, yeah, that's a fact. Because I mean, of what true. was going on, like, Yeshua right. was so mad, he was flipping the tables because y'all playing with God out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying throw no tables at people, but I'm saying sometimes love warrants a certain type of um, confrontation. And, 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 a, and a certain amount of firmness. Right. You know, we get into, like, I think this culture. Um, that we're a part of here, it, you know, I think they place a lot of emphasis on being nice. Right. And 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 the most high doesn't command us to be nice. Right. You know what I mean? Nice is a social construct. Nice mm-hmm. is something, you know, it it, it it's determined um by the person on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's not it's not anything definite. Mm-hmm. But being kind, mm-hmm. you know, that's different. You know, you, right. you you can be kind, but being nice, that's you know. You know, and the reality is th- that's subjective. We can't, we can't. Sometimes kind can't precede truth, because some truths are unkind to hear, but it's still love. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's like it. sometimes people, especially when you're dealing with an unrepentant heart, or you're dealing yeah. with a person that is repetitive in yeah. their sin that you're yeah. dealing with. 
Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start out with kindness and grace. That's right. But then. Transparency the podcast with Ishan and Zara. Visit transparencythepodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at transparencythepodcast for more information plus recent updates. There's there's a word in in God's text that talks about the fact that like there's a a limitation on grace. Like grace expires at some point. Hmm. Like God gets to a point with you where it's like I'm long suffering, but I ain't blind and I'm not going to like not see what's occurring. I know it looks like that, but it's like, even in relationship, we have, we cover people. We have grace with people. We're long suffering. Then it comes to a point where we have to say enough is enough because the sin will continue if you don't kind of like switch gears. So yes, we should be kind, but a lot of people don't teach the part about Okay, when that kindness and that grace is lifted, now what we working with and what we dealing with, because God is not always kind, quote unquote. That's a fact. There are certain things that if God keep if God keep talking to me about something, He's so kind at first. He's so loving. Yeah. Hey, girl, make sure yeah. you do this. Yeah. Me usually the most it takes God to talk to me about something is two times, rarely three. Usually on the first time, right away, because I don't want to be uncomfortable with God. But say he told me a third time. Tomorrow I want you to go call this person and apologize for ABCD. Yeah. Now nah, I'm not really trying to do that. This has happened to me where God has told me to call somebody and apologize to them that offended me. Yeah. I listened like on the first time though. But what if I didn't? Then he kept saying again. There right. is a point right. where if I keep walking around here and playing with God. Doing videos, yeah, giving messages, teaching, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I know God done told me something and I'm ignoring it. That grace be lifted, that kindness be lifted. Yeah. Now He dealing with me in a yeah. whole nother way. Yeah, 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 and that's so uncomfortable, man. It's uncomfortable. So we got to be clear on understanding that we should always be kind, but we need to understand because even in being, you know. Uh, even in certain confrontation, you're you're being kind, but the person will say that you're not. No, I'm telling you just like this. And you saying, well, you being this, what? I'm not even yelling. What are you talking about? Like, it's like, because that manipulation of not wanting to be exposed or found out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't think enough people teach about what to do when, like, lo- long suffering doesn't mean eternal suffering forever. Right. I'm gonna suffer forever with this. Per- That's not what yeah. that means, and I don't think enough people teach. At one point, does long suffering kind of end in a particular situation? Yeah. We just taught suffer, suffer, suffer. Yeah. Be submissive, submissive, submissive. Uh, lay down your life, la la la. You know, but there are times when even Yeshua didn't always respond that way. You see him talking to the woman at the well. You see him talking to you know the woman who they caught with the dude, and they like they sleeping together. Whoever with the rock thunder, he was so kind to her. Mm-hmm. Then you see him talking with the Pharisees because they were so religious and unrepentant and blind. He yeah. was vet, you brood of vipers. Yeah. In today's culture, like they got word. they got cursed out. Yeah. So now we saying Yeshua wasn't kind? No, mm-hmm. he was, but he responded appropriately and accordingly. That's a fact. And that's what we have that's to do. That's a fact. That's a fact. And that's how you remain. Um in the place where God wants you to be is by sticking to what his word says and not being swayed one way or the other by societal norms. Mm -hmm. So societal norms have become a part of the church's uh, 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 character. Yeah. Like the church's character, you know, again, we're not speaking for all churches, but a lot of churches, a lot of people that that are in um, pastoral leadership, um, we've seen this this type of thing firsthand, where a societal norm is imposed, even even through the pulpit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're pushing these societal norms yep. onto onto the people societal of God. Norms, political of agendas, God, what? Political I agendas, didn't come to hear stuff. about. Like, are right. you serious? And it's like the people of God, we're held to God's standard. Mm-hmm. You know, when Christ was approached with the, you know, the 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 question about the money, he's like, man, give to Caesar what's Caesar. Like, we're gonna we're gonna re- we're gonna respond in society the way we need to. 
Um, but at the same time, when the society comes against our faith, our trust, our belief, our, our, our standing firm in the things of God, we have to stand on God's side, you know, and not conform to what the world is requiring of us. Especially, and part of that comes from... Especially the way the world is going, y'all better get that's ready because... That's a fact because... Mm. That is 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 very important to be aware of what God's word says. Mm-hmm. It's it's very important to have a personal relationship with Him, meaning you're in constant contact with Him. You're praying without ceasing, meaning to be in constant contact with Him. You're hearing from His Spirit. You're being led by His Spirit. This is how we're gonna survive. This is how we've been surviving. Um, but this is how we're going to, you know, be able to survive inside what's to come, you know, is really hearing from the most high and standing on what we hear and not being afraid um, because the world will try to make you feel scared about trusting God and not going along with their, you know, their agendas. So, yeah, just an encouragement for everybody out there, you know, you know, yes, um, you know, Back to the commandments. The commandments won't save you. Obeying the commandments won't save you. That won't bring about salvation. Only Yahshua, Hamashiach, the son of the most high God, can give you salvation. But the commandments will teach you how to live a life that is smiled upon by the most high God. It will teach you how to live a life that's in line with his word, with his will, with his way. And this, and that right there is a superpower out here. So... Just an encouragement to anybody listening. Don't be afraid to take God's word, to take God at his word and live according to what he uh, says in his word. Last thing I want to say about that is uh, just a reminder that in um, in the book of Revelations, Revelation, well, not Revelations, the book of Revelation uh, 22, 14, it says, blessed are they that do his commandments they uh that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city so we're blessed when we keep the commandments of the most high we're blessed when we adhere to his word and uh yeah that's that i mean uh preach but i I, I felt like that needed to be said to the village something something that's right Put a profit on it. That's that new single and video by Eshawn Burgundy. Go check that out, y'all. Yeah, my wife helped a great deal with that uh, that song. She gassed me. She gassed me up on that song. She's like, I ain't gas you up. That. I just told the it truth. It wasn't gas. It was the truth. But I, I mean, just told the truth. I was excited about that when I heard that. Gassed, when though? I heard that around the the house. Because when you say gas, that make me feel like I was trying to flatter you. Nah. And flatter, flattery, if y'all read the definition of that, is ingenuine. So yeah, I'm yeah, like, nah. I ain't trying to Not gas flattery. you. I and really I, I ain't mean it like that. Like you, 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 you gave me what I needed to believe in that song and see it for what it was. Because I'm like, all right, it's dope. But what somebody needs, you posted something on Instagram five days ago that gave me something I needed. And I don't know if you posted this because I was telling you how I felt about my life a few days ago. Like, I just felt like there's so many things that I'm gifted at and there's so many opportunities I feel like I missed because of the incorrect thinking I had about submission. And then, you know, I love my babies, but I wanted to be home with them. And it was that was also the problem of my life right. where I had things that were going, but I couldn't be consistent with them because I had to prioritize breastfeeding or you know changing diet you know what I mean and so yeah. I felt like a lot of things I was doing that were popping they fizzled out and then when I came back after my kids got a little bigger all these people took it over it's like sorry girl time is up so yeah. I remember talking to you and just like like man I feel a little bit like you know my life um like I missed my purpose a little bit or something like you know what I'm saying, hmm. and you posted five days ago. What's my purpose in life? I said, he, is he talk, trying to talk to me on a subliminal? And you put <laughs> Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen: fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. And I read That's that indeed. like, oh, I've been doing that. 
oh, okay, I guess I, yes, I'm, in, I'm in purpose then. Yeah. And that really helped me that day because I really felt like, you know, it's tempting to look around and see people doing what looks like is better than what you're doing. Right. Have a bigger following, have um, the audience that you thought you would have are selling books out, selling this out, selling that out. And then here you are. I'm kind of struggling to push my book. You know what I mean? Because I don't have those forces behind me and I don't necessarily have people, you know, that are like, you know, people love my work, but it's not at the... It's not where I thought it would be at this age and like yeah. the age that I am. I know I look a lot younger <laughs> than I am, but I'm not as young as people think I am. Yeah, girl, and you so look like you're in your early twenties. Yeah, thank you. People think that and no, not. <laughs> and so sometimes I be feeling like, you know, man, some people talk to me like, girl, you got your whole life. And they really think I'm like 20. <laughs> and that is a blessing that I look that I like I'm that young. But I'm not. And sometimes I feel like, dang, I missed I missed my time. So when you wrote that post, it helped me realize, yo, I disciple my children well. I'm a great mom. I'm a great wife. I help a lot of different married couples over the span of my life. I've yep. helped my husband's yep. life, his heart. So it's like, yep. if that's the duty, then... Oh, I hit the mark then. That's so I felt a lot better. So thank you That's for posting that. And your husband, the music reaches, you know, what I'm told, millions of people. It does, but that's like, I know, I know what you want to say, but that's that's like your anointing. You look, Like, I know I contribute to that. I know I'm the behind the scenes of that, that a lot of people don't know. The Eshan Bergen, like... The Eshawn Burgundy now was a work in process, a work in progress from this woman that he met. A yeah. lot of it has to do with those things that God used me to help you grow in. Right. And that's dope, but that's yeah. you, bro. Like but, that ain't me. Like No, I'm 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 just adding to the revelation you got the other day. I know. So man, just to know. add on to it, it is is it's it's something um, it's a thing of value it to is. see to see that you know the Lord has used you mm-hmm. to encourage, to inspire, to admonish, mm-hmm. to to uh, to give a word, mm-hmm. you know, to something that you know is reaching millions of people, yeah. or, or or has reached millions of people. I know, but do you and understand so, and so, what I'm saying? And so, no, I, I get what you're what saying. What I'm saying. What you're Let's saying. Practice. These good skills we be t- telling, teaching people. What you're saying is, I hear you saying. I hear you saying mm-hmm. that you um, you fulfill. You, you have been fulfilling your purpose through motherhood, mm-hmm. through being a wife, mm-hmm. and through you know the 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 other things you do, such as writing, even the music. Mm. No. See, this is why this is a good activity, y'all. Try it. When y'all talking, before you move on to a different thought, ask your your your, your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend. So I hear you saying this, because then they could clarify. You got the first part right on the dab, and that actually brings more clarity to me that yeah. you said that. Wife and motherhood, locked. Right. Womanhood, I don't feel like... I just don't feel like I have achieved what I want to achieve for me as a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I have multiple books out, but just being transparent, they're not selling like that. People don't really buy them. People would rather look at my cute pictures on Instagram mm. and give me... Be quiet. Give some cute <laughs> pictures, boy. Mm, some beautiful pictures. Give me bad love for that, but that same energy won't go by my books. That bothers me sometimes yeah. because it's like it was blood, sweat, tears, years of like hard lessons that I went through to put in that those texts. And put it this way, imagine the mute. And I know I already know what you're going to say because we've had this part of this conversation. Imagine you doing all that music you do and dropping all of those gems and, and tools and you know what I mean? And then nobody really buys your albums. Yeah, people buy it, but not at the level 
that you would I mean, hope I go for, through that. I go through you that. do go through that. But yeah. the thing is, there are a lot of people who buy your music. Like, let's just be real. It's not as much as you want, but there, you reach a certain level in your career, like that I haven't reached as but an I mean, author, but, and even in doing music, like right. my Zara royalty page on Instagram. I don't even know the last time I posted on there. Like, it'd be so many other things that I have to focus on as the wife and mom that the mm. woman kind of sometimes gets left out. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like The woman has to shine. The woman has to, you know, even more and more because you are uh, an incredible woman. Thank you, baby. I mean, you're a great mom. You're a great wife. You are an incredible woman. I think being an incredible woman allows you to be great at all these other things. I think I will be an even better mom and wife because sometimes that pent-up passion inside of me that I don't get to enjoy the fruits of, only the labor part of it, and there's no fruit of it. Like, the labor go in. The writing, the, the production, the finding a distributor, finding it, do all of that legwork. But then it's no real fruit. Like, yes, people, you know, a lot of people write me and like, yo, you're, it came to pass, really changed my life, touched my heart, dying to submit. Yo, thank you for this. Even what about my daddy? My music, I don't even really uh, promote it like that. And just people will just find me and be like, mm-hmm. yo, that's you on Ishan thing. Or, yo, this is it. Yeah. But it's not really like. It's like a whole tree and you only got like five apples on there. Like, that's how I feel. It's like, what are the rest of the apples? Like, I feel like that sometimes. And I know some of that is my quote unquote fault to a degree because I have to prioritize my family sometimes. Like, the woman's responsibility sometimes just, it I'm, supersedes everything else. And because yeah. I'm working on like 2% of energy that I have left after everything else that I do. So... Yeah, but I think that's coming. I think um coming, baby. I'm not aging backwards. I know you're not. I know <laughs> like, you're not. But listen to one, me. One, and then also, y'all don't know the conversations me and my husband be having behind the scenes about the end times. Stuff you'll be talking about. So when we go back to that scripture <clears throat> in Ecclesiastes, mm-hmm. and we read that and we see that the whole duty, your your whole duty as um a part of mankind. Is to what? Obey the Most High. Mm-hmm. What, what else is it? It said um, obey His commandments, fear mm-hmm. Him. It, it, it's fear, fear God, and obey His commandments. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of yep, man. That's the whole duty of man. So mm-hmm. you have been doing that. Yeah. I mean, since what? Twenty nineteen. You telling my age, bro? I already talked about the see, year I got saved. You telling? See, see, see I could have been talking about twenty nineteen. I could have been talking about last year. See, Why you, you don't even know that. You don't even know that. You know nah. I ain't just one year strong in this. Nah, first of all, at all. But um, but you know, year twenty nineteen, twenty, around that time, mm-hmm. you've been walking in this thing, and the Lord has been able to accomplish a lot in your life. And reach a lot of people through your life and your obedience. You is 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 no way to put. Um, you can't put. You can't scale that. You know what I'm saying? We can't measure that up against that. up against what. That's not what I'm saying. The things I need we want to accomplish. I need you to hear me because I just. I'm told just saying you it's probably so much more. Help me realize. <clears throat> According to scripture, I am in my purpose. Right. For there's three parts of me. And you will never understand this because you're not a, a wife, a mom, and a mother. I'm like not. the mom, like the man's role in the home is totally different than the woman's. No, that's there are that's sacrifices right. that moms make that you will never understand, yeah. that you will never know, that I don't even talk about, that I just do. Yeah. On a daily. Yeah. And so you know, being the nurturer of the home, I cannot put my kids after me wanting to sell books and music. Right. They can't come after that. You, 
you should prioritize God. But there are things you can do on the road when a baby is an infant that I can't. I got a baby hanging from my breast. I got a breastfeed. You ain't got a breastfeed. You can get up and just go. It's just certain things that you just cannot do no, as a mom. I get that. In that age. And what I'm talking about is in my prime, I was also a new mom. Mm. And so when I was doing, you don't remember this, TH to RA. Yeah, I do remember that. Mad people was following that account on Twitter. Like yeah. it was just mad people yeah. and didn't even know it was me. TH the RA was like relationship advocacy. Yeah. And from that, your heart shape came out of that. Yeah. And then I went to school and got, went to seminary, was ordained, got my counseling degree. Yeah. Then did Love Life Inc. Yeah. And was doing all of these different things. And that's when I started counseling. That's when I started kind of bringing you in and showing you certain principles because I thought it would be dope that when I help couples, my husband be there. So you got the husband and the wife's perspective. Yeah. These things were dope, but I couldn't fully invest myself in them because if the children needed me or I was exhausted from having two babies that were like twins, they're Irish twins because they're like so close in age. Then I have Kenzie. It, it, that's hard. I don't think a man will ever understand that. No, I, <laughs> you know I, what I'm saying? I definitely so, won't ever understand that. I'm not saying that I'm not blessed. I'm not saying that I'm not anointed. I'm not saying that I don't appreciate, you know, what God has done in my life and through my life. Right. What I'm saying is sometimes when I be snapping on y'all. Hey, enjoying this free podcast? Want to support your hosts? Go to transparencythepodcast.com slash support to find out how. Sometimes when I'm yelling at the kids, sometimes, oh my gosh, just forget. Oh, that's pent up aggression from feeling like I can't, I haven't walked out my purpose. I don't have time to do some of the things that I love and I feel like I'm called to. Because I have to do this today. Right. You know what I'm saying? And moms, a lot of moms struggle with self-care. Struggle with taking care of them first so they can take care of everybody else. A lot of times we just keep taking care of everybody else all day. No, Don't add a right. child to that that got health challenges. You're right. Our daughter got a health challenge. I got to be making sure this stuff right with her from the time I wake up till I go to bed. I be stressed out. And you want you to talk about what? Because you're supposed to go promote some books. Like what? I'm going to bed. Like... So sometimes I will do it. It will be those times where I'll stay up. I'll do whatever I do. But since, especially since we lost the baby, like I'm just getting back into the groove of, you know, doing everything. So it's like moms, their bodies, they're like, like it's just so much that we go through that I don't think men understand because they don't have to sacrifice on that level. And yes, I could have put those things before the kids and was like, I'm going to do this. You know? Yeah. But then, which one do I want to suffer? My kids or the career that I wanted? I let the career suffer so that my kids would have me. That's right. So it's like... But now the kids are getting older. They are. And, but and, again, and, that's what I said. I feel like my time has passed now. Right. Social media is so overcrowded. When I was starting out, it was me that was really doing what I was doing. Now, yeah, but, everybody do it. Yeah, but your time can't pass, babe. I don't know, babe. Your time can't pass. It seemed like that. What's for you is for you, and there are no coincidences. So, listen. <laughs> I'm just being transparent. My books, and, and my books, as you should, dry. As you should. They dry. As you should be. They dry. As you should be transparent. All that work, they dry. Yeah. But listen. But anyway, yeah. Well, I don't listen. even know what question we was on. Well, listen. So, <laughs> so. so let, me, let me bring up the other question. Yeah, we can. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, Baby, I'm still stuck on what you just said. Why? It's I don't okay. feel bad. What is it? What's the problem? But you know, like I tell you all the time, like if you need to dip out, you do, and do what baby. You need to but do, it's like, <laughs> and let me know what I gotta do. You do, baby. You do. I'm not saying that you don't help, but it's like, because I know you're about to start homeschool. I'm not gonna claim ADD over your life. But a lot of those um, behavioral traits you have. It's the sugar. It is the sugar. I've been trying to tell you that. That's why I be trying to get you to eat I'm right. done. So you can live a clean, clear life. Yo, I'm done with the sugar. You know, we fasted <sighs> as a family um, a few times. The, one of the more recent ones um, was when we did the alkaline diet last year. Mm-hmm. 
And we did 30 days. No sugar. No processed food. And we felt amazing. Not just no sugar or processed food. All we were eating were certain vegetable groups and certain fruit groups and limited nuts and seeds. That's it. That was good for our bodies. It was very good. I want to so, live that lifestyle again. Yeah, I want to get back to that. And now I'm I'm determined to get back to that and eliminate this white sugar. Look, y'all, when I got pregnant, we was already kind of falling off of our diet a little bit with that. When I lost the baby, hmm. life just fell apart. So we're just getting things back together. And it ain't even really been that long since we lost the baby. Yeah, it hasn't been um, a full year yet. So we just we just trying to get everything back in order. But I say I like to say I don't I'm not saying that like it's your fault that I'm not where I am. Like that's choices I made. Like I decided to put my children first because I felt as a mom that was my duty. Like I'm right. not putting nothing before my kids. Right. They need breast milk. I'm not giving them Similac. I'm not giving them formula. Like they need mother's milk. Like yes. Which is a sacrifice, like, and I'm not saying you couldn't do both, but I just, I couldn't because I was also helping you with a lot of things that you were doing. And then, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I kind of just fell last on the list. But to just be honest, I think a lot of moms, we do that to ourselves. It's not that nobody's necessarily doing that. It's not that you're not helping. It's like, you just feel like you got to take the weight of a lot of stuff or it won't get done or the house will be a mess or... Just, <laughs> I, just I mean, and a lot of that is true. You know, I I really appreciate your sacrifice. I mean, the children do as well. Um, but you see, when you. I be coming back from my self care hotel trips, y'all, when I get like too stressed, yeah. First of all, I had committed to spo- go to a hotel once a month for like three four days. And I haven't done that in a while. Well, but let's when talk I would about what that, happened to the last one. When I would last... do that and come home, you would see people like, Mom, I'm so happy. Yeah. Like, whoa. It, yeah. That rest will but make me another person. That's why I just said a minute ago, if you need to go ahead and do that. We, baby, you know, I scheduled I got the kids. that. I scheduled that in July. And then what and happened? And then we got hit with a tropical storm Yo, that knocked that the power crazy. out in the house. I had reserved the hotel. I said, I need a break. Like, I felt like I'm on the edge of snapping on everybody up in this house and I need to go. I haven't been taking my hotel trip. I and booked I had it. to convince you. I booked it. Talk about that. Though. I'm not going to tell everybody why you had to convince me though because that's too too sensitive. But it was a reason why you had to convince me. But I did it. I booked it. The, the day that I booked it is a tropical storm happened. Yeah. And all of the power went out. We was up in the house sweating. Hot. I'm talking about dripping. Hot, Ever hot. walking around, hey, yeah, breathe. Oh, mom, I just, I'm laughing. Like when we was little, we ain't had no central air in Never. our house, man. You know how Never. hot we was? Like, man, Never. please. So I'm like, girl, go sit down. Anyway, the kids ain't used to that life. And so I was just like, I'm checking into the hotel. Y'all just come with me because I'm not going to go to a hotel with central air. And refrigeration, and then y'all up in the house, and all the lights are off because the power is out. This huge tree fell right on the power line in front of the house, and y'all just staying here? Y'all can't really eat because the refrigeration is out. Y'all can't see nothing at night, and it's hot. I was like, how How I'm going to take go and leave y'all there? Like, I'm not doing that. So I was like, come on, y'all come, but I, I need to go now. I need a break, but now I can't do that right now because I'm starting homeschool um, this week. So yeah. I can't do it right now. But see, it's just life, the way life be happening sometimes, it's just, it be hard, you know? It just be hard. But you know what? I think I just need to come to terms with the fact that my life didn't turn out the way I thought it would. And that's okay. Like, just because you had this image and this picture of what you thought it would be doesn't mean that it was supposed to be that. Right. And doesn't mean it was a failure. I don't feel like it's a failure, but I do feel like I kind of failed my gifts in certain areas. Because I wrote the books. I did them. I did that part. 
but I just haven't really been able to like promote and push it and market it the way that like I need to for it to have the impact it needs to have. Cause I just think I don't energy left in that. I just sometimes I just be wishing I had just like a dope friend that also had marketing and PR experience. I was like, girl, do this, do you know? I don't have that though, so you know, it just it don't work out like that all the time. But it's okay, you right. know that pretty much everybody that has brought my book, um, everybody doesn't reach back out to me, but the people that do. It's always been positive. It was only one person that had kind of like something negative to say yeah. out of all those people. And that's because she read it expecting something else. Yeah. She, she was like, if God is good, why? This is too hard for people. This, yeah. I said, girl, this was my life. This ain't no stories. But she was very religious into yeah. kind of, you know, that religious thing of God always gives you a happy ending. No, right. sometimes you don't get a happy ending. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. But God still loves you. Yeah. That's and she fact. didn't like that perspective. Fact. But you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, let's look the the second question. The second question was, dang man, we almost an hour in that fast. We're an hour in already? Yeah. Oh, we got to cut this. This <laughs> guy said I don't have it in front of me, but he basically was like, you know, I really love y'all podcast, but you only put clips on YouTube. Could you put the whole, let's make this real short. Could you put the whole episode up on YouTube? Mm. We do not do that because we want to push the podcast numbers, not That's the right. YouTube channel. On we brought this up. podcast platforms. We brought this up before, but we have been talking about, you know, maybe making the episodes available for download for, you know, a little fee or whatever on the website. Yeah, I don't if y'all interested in that, yeah, let us, us know. Up. I'm gonna do a um a poll on the page, put a question up asking, do y'all want some of these episodes available on our website that you can purchase to download? Because he was saying, oh, this is the other part of that. He said he lives in Africa, and they don't have um they make you pay for Spotify and Apple Podcasts, mm. and he was like, you know, I don't pay for that. It's like right. a premium service that I don't pay for. Right. But for YouTube, I can get it. So if you put the whole episode on there, I can get it. Right. Um. And so that is what made me say, well, maybe we should make the episodes available for a fee that you can download, and then you can hear the whole thing. But let, but let us know with that, so we answered that quick. Yeah. Let's do one more, and I don't know which one to pick because it's these. I'm conflicted. I recently received a message from my mother, who my past with is Rocky. She sent me something. I don't want to be specific because this is a DM and I don't want to put this person's business out there. But she sent me something and asked, remember this? Pretty much saying, remember this? Where has the love gone? I asked God to guide me in a response. What would you do in this situation? Yeah. The first thing I would say to that, having experience in that area is it kind of sounds like manipulation to me because if I really miss you, I'm not going to send a picture and say, what happened to this person? Because that's blame. Yeah, that's like blame. That's kind of like you're making it like it's my fault that we are not in a healthy relationship. Yeah. Like if you really love and miss me, and this is genuine, you genuinely, how are you? I miss you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that, that start, starting off for me, that's something I probably would have ignored. I'm going to just be real. I don't have a, a, a healthy relationship with my mother or my father. I've dealt with um, narcissistic behaviors, traits, um, mental, emotional abuse, manipulation, control, you name it. And it has um, been incredibly toxic to the point where it has, um, you know, really damaged my life. And I had to, I had to get, professional help from people to show me this is not healthy. This is not good. And mm -hmm. you do not have to be in relationship with that. See in church, they don't teach you that in church. I was taught you respect your mother and your father. Okay. Well, what is respect then to them? It was do whatever they say, mm. do whatever needs to be done Absolutely in order to not. have a good relationship with them. But if I did whatever needed to be done, then I would be, I don't know. I don't know if I would be here right, right now. Right. Because right. some people, this is what a lot of church religious people don't understand about mental health. 
Some people are mentally unstable, That's including right. your parents. That's right. And it's not disrespectful to respect yourself enough to remove yourself from that influence so that you can be mentally healthy. These are the facts. And so I would just say, you know, if this person contributes to your health, then we figure out what we can do. But in doing that, you might need a third party to come in and help y'all resolve some stuff. Like sitting down. If they don't want to do that, if they don't want to respect boundaries, if they are not able to admit what they've done, if they keep acting like they ain't never hurt you, if they keep treating, it's called look up gaslighting. If they do that to you, you might want to leave that alone. You can still love them and pray for them. And that is respect in that regard. But being in a relationship does not equate to respecting your parents. You don't have to be in a relationship with them to respect them. I can respect you by removing myself from you provoking me to disrespect you. Yeah. That's respect. Yeah. So yeah. um and 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 remember also that there is something there that's causing the discomfort mm-hmm. that makes you not want to respond or makes you Pushes you to the point where you don't know how to respond. There's something there. There's an yeah, elephant in the room. There's there, there's something that that is going on in between that relationship that's like not allowing that relationship to 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 flourish. So that has to be dealt with, you know. And 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 it can't always be uh, uh, get over it. You got to get yeah, over the past. It, it, you got to let the past go. Right. That's a lie from the right. devil. We can't just let the past go if it is destroying the future. That's a We got to deal with it in order for us to move forward. How are we going to move forward if we ain't deal with it? Speak that. So, that's so, a lie. And so when, so when someone tells you that, what happened, what's going on, and, and, and they're essentially uh, baiting you into having that relationship or sparking that relationship back up, you know, you... you you got to take time and realize what's causing the disconnect. Let's address that, and then we can get back to the relationship. Or right, else, right. or else, you know, the disconnect is going to return because what you're going to do is end up being fake and it phony being for the time cycle. being. Just and the cycle is going to return, and then it's you know is is going to continue on, and 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 that's not what you want. So, unfortunately, every relationship isn't salvageable. Sometimes they are, but sometimes they're not. That's that's a fact. That's a hard pill to swallow for some people. It took me a long time to realize you're just not going to have your mother and your father. Like, you got to just be okay Mm. with that. I see people to this day suffering, trying to be in relationship Mm. with their parents who are abusing them emotionally and mentally and some physically. And they're like, you know, but that's my mom. Mm, we're, uh, We're not called to that. You know what I'm saying? Pray for them. Get them help if you can get them help. You know, but if you are trying, if you're killing yourself to save somebody else, you got it like kind of backwards. You know what I mean? So we just, we got to be mindful. Yashua did that. Of that. So you wouldn't have to do that. Right. Yashua died for them. You don't and have I to die And I hear some people them. saying, we supposed to be like Yeshua though, right? Yeah, you ain't got to die for people though. You ain't got to so, die yeah. for nobody. We would just say, do what's healthy for you and don't be guilted into being in a relationship with somebody because someone who really loves you won't guilt you into that. You know what I'm saying? And like my husband said, what is the issue that's there? Can you even bring it up? Because you bring it up and then people start crying. Oh, why you bring that up? Why the, that manipulation? Right. You Let's wanna... have a real conversation about this. Right. They only, some people don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. That's a problem right there. It's a big problem. Like, let's get healthy. Let's have a healthy relationship. Let's not have a, a temporary, everything is good for a minute, and then we go back to being at odds. Yeah. Nah, we want you, you, you want a healthy resolve and enjoy a healthy relationship with these people in your life, family included. So on that note, we get y'all messages, and we see y'all messages, but sometimes it be a lot going on. Just a lot going on. We can't get back to it. Not because... We don't have fingers to type it back. Just the mental is not it's not enough left of the energy to use it to respond. So y'all could send them and we'll try to do episodes like this where we address them. But sometimes things are just going on like a post that I put up today yeah. on my Instagram. Yeah. 
heavy, 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 heavy post that was an extension from last night. And um, we ain't got to tell the whole story about what happened because yeah. they could just go on my Instagram and see the post. I think it's titled, uh, it says, um, Guard Your Mouth, yo. Right. But let's, y'all can go and see that. But Let's talk about that a little bit, though, because not even a year ago, we lost our fourth child. Yeah. And it it came at a time where prior to us getting pregnant, we were trying to get pregnant. Okay, I ain't going to be able to do this. That's and enough crying for me today. We're going to have to hit this on the next episode. Sorry, y'all. Y'all can go watch the video on Instagram. I don't want to cry tonight, so I just... Mm. I, I'm okay with crying, but I don't I don't want to go to bed like that again tonight. Right. I should have did this earlier. Yeah. So we're going to just leave that there. Y'all can okay. go and see the video where I talk about it, and you know maybe we'll address it in another episode. So... Until then, that sounds good. We'll see y'all. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency the Podcast on Instagram at Transparency the Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time. If there is a next time. Oh my gosh. <laughs>